Yeah, I mean, I got, we can. I, I got. Uh, I got. I got a story for you. We can openly talk about uh, how we fucked this up last time. How this is take two. Yeah, this is not. Uh, okay. This happened another time too, where we had to. Uh, we had to do this twice. Take two. So um, I'm just so paranoid now that it's not working. I think but, it's working. Well, mine's working. Mine's working. How does yours look? How's Good. mine? Yeah, yours is fine. They're all fine. Yours okay. just looks way hotter than everybody else's. Yeah. Well, what up? Right on. Well, my name is Dan. I'm Sarah. And this is the Hate Locker Podcast, a podcast where we discuss the everyday trivial things that we hate with a passionate yet fair vigor. Uh, And today joining us for round two, we've already (laughs) recorded with him two weeks ago and lost the episode. But joining us again, uh, we have Jeff Corntassel. Hello, Jeff. OCO. Uh, Jeff is a PhD in political science and is a professor at the University of Victoria. Uh, and do you want to tell us a little more about yourself? Sure. I'll just introduce myself real quick. Sure. Sio Nigata, GJ Doha, Gali Heliga, Jeff Ganaholito Corntassel Dagwadoa, Shalagia Yetli Aguena Sai. So none of your listeners will know what this means. No, that's great. Which uh, is fantastic. (laughs) That's just Cherokee for saying, yeah, I'm Jeff Corntassel. My Cherokee name is Gano Holido, which means hunter, uh, doer of podcasts, (laughs) redoer of podcasts. Yeah, yeah, in the redo. traditional sense. <laughs> in the oh. traditional sense. That's that's great. We're so glad you're here. So just as a little backstory, uh, yeah, we did. We totally fucked up. Uh, we recorded a what? whole episode, and it was so good uh, so with good. Jeff two weeks ago. And one of the microphones was fucked, so we couldn't use it. Um, and so we're back doing it again. And and we're so glad you're here. It's really awesome for you to join us again. Yeah, Absolutely. thanks for coming no, back. No problem. I, I knew you'd give the Cherokee a bad microphone, so <laughs> I knew I'd be back at some classic, point. Classic white guy classic move. white people. Son of a bitch. Just uh, give the Cherokee a bad mic. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to drive you out of my home. Such assholes. What a piece of shit. Um... Yeah, why don't you tell us? I, I know we learned a lot about you, but they, the viewer did, the listener did not. So why don't you tell us a little bit how you ended up here in Victoria? Because you're from Oklahoma, correct? Uh, yeah, so I was actually born in Long Beach, California, uh, and my family is from originally from Lookout Point, Georgia, Toco, Tennessee, and then forcibly removed in 1838. So old man Corntassel and his his soon to be wife Susan Robbins, and so they met on the. The Trail of Tears. So it was a 900-mile forced march. Wow. And so we ended up, our family ended up in Westville, Oklahoma. And and then from there, my family kind of, it's kind of, you know, once you start moving, uh, you know, it changes the dynamics of your community, of your nation. Right, yeah, yeah. Right? So in the 1930s, a lot of Cherokees moved out again to California, to the West Coast to look for work. And so my family's all scattered, right? So we're all from from Georgia to Oklahoma to California, right, right, all the way up to Canada now. So that's cool. Yeah, 
Um, that's and now, uh, like I know recently we talked about this too. Recently, uh, I probably don't need to announce every time that we talked about something. No, already, I right? think uh, let's just make that, that a blanket statement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the second time we've done this. Yeah, even if it sounds like we're just like off the cuff, it's bullshit. We're liars. This is totally spontaneous. <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> I see a, whole, a bunch of land was just given back in Oklahoma. Is that right? It wasn't exactly given back, but we're working on that. Okay. So what happened was this case. I won't. I won't uh, go into too much detail. But this case was interesting because a creek guy was convicted of a serious crime. It's horrible crime, actually. Uh, and he decided that the state of Oklahoma did not have jurisdiction over his crime. That he was in fact on reservation land, the original reservation land. Okay. And so he fought that all the way to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court decided that the actual treaty lands, the original reservation lands, stood in 2020. And so over half of Oklahoma is now reservation land. It's been regained or renewed as well, reservation land. So through like something kind of awful, yeah. uh, good, a good thing has sprung. I think so, because it's, I think it's going to lead to all sorts of things, like taxation law. Mm-hmm. So we're going to look at... You know, that's going to lead to all sorts of different challenges to the state of Oklahoma. The state of Oklahoma is never supposed to be a state. It was actually supposed to be Indian territory or indigenous Like the entire state. The entire state. And so it was actually a breach of their responsibility or their, their promise to turn it into a state. And now that they're a state, maybe we can go back. Hold and, on a second. Yeah. Are you suggesting that the United <laughs> States government lied? I am. Come on. Big time. That's That doesn't sound plausible that doesn't at all. We're going to have to get a fact check on that. Uh, yeah, I think you want to just go back a few years. Yeah, yeah, or just look outside uh, right now. Just look outside. Or, so, or yeah, just look check at, Twitter, perhaps? Can look check at Twitter. Maybe, maybe look at Donald Trump's most recent interview on HBO. <laughs> don't go to, oh, don't go to Wikipedia, though. Yeah, That's no. always... Uh, a scary, dicey, a scary well, source. Dicey. Are you anti? Are you anti Wikipedia? As I'm a kind you must of, be right as a professor. I am. I, I I think anything that can change with the tide, right? Right. In terms of who adds to it, I like the idea, mm-hmm. but let's just call that a blog instead of a Wikipedia. Yeah, fair <laughs> like, enough. Let's not make it a. a I source. am definitely guilty of being like of like citing Wikipedia as like a source of information. It just seems so. I've edited shit on Wikipedia Have before you? and I make shit up all the time. There's a guy who uh, did a thing on Wikipedia where he went, every time he got drunk, his name's Rob Wisman. He's a really funny guy. I know him from Twitter. He, every time he got drunk, he went into Wikipedia and just made, I forget what state it was, maybe Georgia or, or maybe Wisconsin. Or Kansas. I can't remember. But he just made it like, Slightly bigger. <laughs> like every time he got drunk, he just made the state like slightly That's bigger, amazing. bigger until somebody noticed. It's absolutely incredible. I it have is. stories of uh, where we uh, students have gone into Wikipedia and changed the you know, so a very uh, what would you say uh, professor is full of himself or herself. Okay, they go in and change their bios in Wikipedia oh, to right. just slightly. Right. Yeah, like up, like give themselves extra credit. Give them extra credits. Like, and, uh, like at the bottom, it's like imagine can bench one eight hundred or yeah rescue <laughs> zoo animals. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Well, yeah. what do you, what do you what is uh, can you talk to us a little bit about like what 
being a professor at UVic is like and how that's going and what you're working on? Sure. I think, well, we're trying to, this kind of ties into what we'll talk about today. Uh, we're trying to um, make it a more, I guess, welcoming place for indigenous peoples mm-hmm. for um, and to recognize the indigenous peoples of the area. So uh, Lekwungen and Wasanich and, and mm-hmm. other First Nations of the area. Uh, a lot of the work is dealing with administrators that are often clueless right, right. about what? these things. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Is that surprising? <laughs> and then you have wonderful students, right? So the students are getting it and they're actually leading the way in a lot of cases. Yeah, so. the young, the youth, man, we're, the future looks bright They're really to me. stepping I up. I really feel like at most shows, that most comedy shows I'm in now have... Um, like I'll do like a, a land acknowledgement. Yeah. A, lo- a lot of them do. I know I'm starting to do shows at the Victoria Event Center, and it's part of the protocol of what I yeah. have to do when I do a show, yeah. which I think is great. Um, I mean, shit, we should start doing one on this show, I think. We have to figure out where we are all yeah, the time. Yeah, well, you want to tell oh, us where yeah. we are right now? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, so we're basically on Lekwungen territory. So it's, uh, it's Songhees and Esquimalt First Nations. Okay. And... Uh, Uvic is actually on, uh, they've, you know, it's a particular family, Chaconan family land. And oh. so we even bring it down to the family level, right? And That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. See, I don't know that. Have I don't you, know any of that. I don't know anything. Have you ever yeah. seen like We'll talk about that too. <laughs> it's a lot. Well, a lot of it's just talking to folks over mm-hmm. time, right? Sure. So I got here in 2003 and so I had to, to, you know, talk to other folks and even talk to them about whether I was welcome. Oh, here, wow. Interesting. Right? So I had to put on my best Cherokee diplomacy. (laughs) (laughs) I well, that's I mean, and that not not knowing and just being ignorant to it is. uh, I mean, that's that's like my topic, pretty much. Yeah. Should we just get into it? Let's do it. I think so. Um, Yeah. I mean, my first topic is uh, my racist upbringing. But I want to clarify, uh, as my sister's giving me a look, I don't mean, I don't mean my parents. My parents are, are, are wonderful people. My mom's all up on Twitter tweeting about defunding the police, which is just great. It's uh, true. They're, they're pretty big lefties. Our parents are pretty woke pretty, for people who are uh, pretty, like 70, 70 years old. They're Union supporting left wing. Yeah, yeah. Black Lives Matter. We're very lucky in that sense. We are. Um, but I, what I more mean is like just general society and growing up, especially towards... Do you mean the 80s? Yeah, yeah, the eighties. I do mean the eighties and the nineties, early nineties, also the two thousands. Yeah, the, <laughs> and basically anything up until March. Yes, <laughs> sure, we'll say March, that. Pre-March twenty twenty. Pre-March twenty twenty. Oh my god, uh, it's. I really wish that <laughs> that wasn't the case, but it is. If I'm being honest with myself, sure. and I think that a big part of uh, you know these conversations, and before I even go into this, is is being able to be like, yeah, like I, you know, I grew up in like a as a white person who um, grew up racist, with racism all around me, that was normalized, that was okay. And um, that, and that is an issue that is really new for me to like look at on a level that, uh, that we're currently looking at. And it doesn't mean that like, just because I'm not like running around saying racial slurs and like, you know, spreading hatred, that, that's not what I'm talking about. You know, it's like, um, like I had, a, I had this conversation with a friend of mine named Matt who talked about growing up in Kelowna and he, he and I were having a, a, an honest, an open conversation about uh, growing up racist and how that happens. And he said, well, he was talking about how, 
sort of punching down and talking to making fun of the um, First Nations people in mm-hmm. his school that he was around and like um, not so, not punching down that's not the right word but using using a people as a punchline I know what you mean yeah, yeah it's, it is kind it of is punching a punching down, down. yeah punch yeah down. sure and yeah. it's it's um, but like yeah so using other people as a punchline in order to get the other white kids to like him right and then when he gets caught and doing that by his parents. Not being told, hey, here's why you don't do that, but being told, um, hey, just, hey, don't do that. We don't say that stuff. Yeah. So it breeds like a, um, hey, don't say that stuff publicly, but like it's okay to think it when really it's not okay. And I found that to be largely similar to how I grew up. We were, we, I had this drama class that I was in, in junior high school, uh, when I was in like eighth, ninth, tenth grade. And it was it, it was supposed to be drama class, but really it was comedy sketch class. That's what it was. And we nice. got together and we nice. made sketches. And it was really awesome. It was my favorite class. It was the only class I, I, I regularly attended. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to be honest, it's the only one I got an A in. But our group, we did we would make if you so if you did something like rude in the class, like about sex or about like like too much drugs or some, or like swearing and stuff, you would get sent to the office. You would get in shit. You get you get a zero. She would she would yell out zero and go to the office. But then you could get ten plus if you were really good. That was the best thing you could get. And we did a series called um, the Native Olympics, where we just made like one of the events would be like drinking and like oh. all like just horrible shit. We yeah. did that, and and our teacher, who's an adult, who is the person responsible, gave us ten plus on it and cheered for cheered wow. us on, yeah. and like it was just so normalized. All that stuff was like just how how. Uh, how it was and like that's fucked up you know and i'm and um it just seemed so normal at the time and looking back on it it's like holy shit like how messed up is that when we sorry go ahead when we did this two weeks ago we were talking about how my uh schooling was different than yours because we moved when you were younger than me and i went to like a kind of lower income elementary school with lots of immigration and i thought maybe that that was a different upbringing than you in your more affluent school that you went to. Are you talking about but junior then, high schools? Yeah. Okay, but yeah. then I remembered being in grade six and it was in the eighties and it was when there was a large influx of Vietnamese refugees coming to Canada mm-hmm. and we got a boy in our class and I distinctly remember this the first day he arrived and he walked in and he spoke no English and he s- said his name and the teacher looked at him and was like, now you're Mike. Oh my God, what? That's fucked up. That's so crazy. To this day, I have no idea what that dude's real name was because we all called him Mike for the rest of the time that I... Can you imagine? Yeah, that's so awful. Now your name is Mike. And that's just how... And And we're like, all right, that that dude's name is Mike. Every single person has like, if you... They took away his whole identity when he didn't even speak the language on his first day of a school in Canada. And I bet that seemed at the time totally normal. You were like, sweet, cool, that's Mike. You were probably like, yeah, thank God they called him Mike. we didn't even name. it didn't even cross like it was like all right this dude's name is mike like i i'm honest yes and mike or whatever your name if is you're if listening, you're listening mike. i'm really sorry and uh i'd love to know what your actual name is yeah yeah for sure <laughs> yeah it becomes it, you're right it becomes so normalized and the person or the people that are targeted are often fearful of talking up of right? course they're speaking up because of retribution because of these things so i i find this a lot in the classroom where 
uh, students will say, this is the first time I've heard about this. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually kind of relieved when they say that because it's honest for one thing, but it's, it's kind of, all right, you've heard about this now. So now you're accountable for your actions, right? You can never mm-hmm. say I wasn't aware. Yes. Right. It's kind of like pre March, 2020. <laughs> now you could say I'm aware and anything I do from here on out, it's done with that, that spirit of awareness. Yeah. And it's yeah. amazing how once you notice it, how glaring it is when it does happen and like just little microaggressions. Like I was in a meeting this morning on zoom and, uh, there was a white guy in our group referring to our group as his tribe. Right. And just like now I know, I know now that I'm like, you shouldn't really say that. Like that's probably not, that's actually not cool for you to say. Um, and I was not in a situation where I could just call it out right in the moment. But like, I, I'm not, there's like we had a on Facebook yesterday a girl I know who I like and I, she's really nice but she referred to Donald Trump as the R word. Um, Can't and, say that and, word. And I've straight yeah. up, I, but I have no problem now being like, hey, you know what? Like, yeah, I agree. He's not a smart person or good, but you know, we could probably chill on saying that word. And right. then she was like. Um, if the shoe fits, and then my sister chimed in because we're a tag <laughs> that's team. What we're, I often do. A, we're often a tag team on Facebook. Can yeah, I get a high five? I like this. Um, that was a weak high yeah, five. Yeah, it was the worst high five ever. <laughs> that was, I'm witness to a very weak high five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In I fact, should probably, we should just shut this in down. In fact, I hate the high five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fair enough. <laughs> so bad. But she came on and was like, uh, that, that, that shoe fits no one. And I was like, oh, nice. Good one. That it shoe doesn't. fits no one. It doesn't. Um, we just had our uh, union meeting in June and we changed the name of our chief shop steward to uh, second vice president. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's good. I was going to ask about this because this was a a controversy that came up. I was listening to it on CBC, I think like a couple of years ago, and they were talking about how um, companies were uh, changing and not using the term chief anymore in, and like some people who are first nations were like, no, that's overkill. Like you don't need to do that. Like what's your stance on that? I think I think that kind of awareness is good, but it's not the number one issue right, right. that we're facing. So I was I always think of it as if it's if it's going to help raise consciousness, if it's going to help raise awareness, great. If it's going to create a whole layer of misunderstanding and backlash, well, then we it just just shows how much more work we have to do. Sure, right? that's a good point. Yeah, so, yeah, no doubt. So I, I think these things are barometers. That kind of leads into. My thing, yeah, I guess totally. about mascots. Yes, and go so, please do. What a hot topic! Yeah, right now. what a you you have a lot of experience with that, right? I think you, this has been like a like a go to uh, cause for you for a long time, right? Yeah, kind of. Uh, I don't know if I blundered into it or <laughs> or walked into it uh, back when I was in Virginia, and so I was just starting on as a prof. Imagine me as a young prof. Flowing long locks, bell-bottom jeans, man about campus. Wide-eyed, naive, walking around. And I always thought that if I reason with people, now that I've got a PhD, people are going to listen. People are going to actually, you know, make change. And so I um, went to a high school. There's a local high school called the Blacksburg High School Indians. Oh, okay. And I made the mistake of going on game day, which is just... Oh, outrageous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> you can imagine all the things that were up on lockers and scalp the Spartans and oh, uh, yuck. pictures of Chief Wahoo on the lockers. The worst logo in it sports. Was, it was awful. And I was just shocked. And so I went and gave a talk to this group of high school students. And I said, what do you all think about this mascot? 
And they said, well, we've been trying to get rid of it for years. Like the, the, the general student just consensus? Just the kind of the general student consensus was we don't like it. Well, that's interesting. Well, and, that's a surprise. Which like, was great. I yeah. thought, okay, well, all people need is a little bit of prodding. <laughs> so I, I said I'd take it on. Uh, they kind of asked if I would lead the charge, so to speak. Right. And so I thought, well, I'll write an op-ed. You know, that will change everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll For just sure. write a piece in the newspaper. <laughs> People will see the logic and they'll... And this led to like a three-year odyssey of trying to change this thing. And there, there are three other mascots, native-themed mascots in the area. And it was ugly. I mean, it was just people really saw this image or this symbol as part of their own identity. Right. And um, it was really scary what it turned up. It turned up all sorts of racist kind of attitudes and behaviors. And uh, eventually we, we retired all four mascots, but that, you know, it's kind of like turning over a pond and seeing all the ugly stuff underneath. I couldn't stay in that, in that area. Oh, because you must have got so much like pushback. For, it was, because, I mean, it's nice that you have the people who are agreeing with you, but then the people who don't, it's like, they that's so problematic. Yeah. And it was the turning point was the uh, NAACP got involved, the local chapter. And so basically that person said, uh, Basil's his name, said, basically, if you don't do the right thing here, we're going to make this a national issue. Right, and we'll call in other other African Americans to basically protest this. Right, and uh, you're going to be in the news all the time, and that's what turned the tide. Right, uh, but I I remember a low point was uh, I had to meet with a guy named Bud, who was the lawyer for the other <laughs> the opposing side. Of course, of course, his name it is had Bud. He's a literal Bud. can of Bud Light. Is actually like the lawyer. <laughs> It was it was awful. Like it was. Imagine this guy, this older guy with a southern accent, and I don't do impressions. I got to tell you, I immediately pictured an older guy with a southern. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, we have had this mascot for for decade longer than you've been alive, son. He respect. I don't even know if you are old enough to have a PhD. Probably thinks PhD stands for pretty huge dick. (laughs) Did he have a cowboy hat? He didn't have a cowboy hat, which made him even more dangerous. Bolo tie? Yeah, I think he had a bolo tie. And, <laughs> yes. You know, just that that southern genteel. He's just wearing chaps and drinking yeah. a mint or a, julep. Or a white suit. <laughs> yeah, a white, yeah, a white suit. Yeah, it was yeah. more like He's those. boss hog. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're describing <laughs> boss hog. Oh, my God. <laughs> but he literally, I, I had to meet with this guy as part of the, you know, the the work that we had to do. And I'll, I'll do my best impression, but he said, you know, Jeff... <laughs> That's good. I'm resorting to Bill Clinton here. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, Jeff, our blacks were just fine before all these people came in town and got them all riled up. Oh. Like he whoa. literally said oh, Like he's speaking from the like return of like our, our, our blacks. Our blacks. Holy shit. And he said, you know, they were fine. They were happy. And these people came in and got them all riled up and got them, you know, thinking that they should have these things. And that's when wow. we had that's when we had dissension. And he said it was outside agitators. And he used that language. And he said, "You know what? You're an outside agitator." Wow. And I said, "You're on Cherokee land." Yeah, what? I'm not outside. I'm coming back. There's layers Holy of, of there's shit. Layers of. 
Oh, of ignorance and and oh my god, how did you not just punch his? I ass wanted out? to. I he wanted to. Had ten guns on him. Uh, <laughs> most it was, likely, it, he didn't have any guns on him that I knew of. But you know, just that that ugly attitude, and it was done with a smile. Yeah, and kind of this as they do, as they do, totally so condescending. And they had they had a campaign called Save the Indian. Right, so they had this. <laughs> That's ironic. The he, irony in that is not fucking, wild. Oh and my I said, god, the irony! Holy. I said, we don't need saving, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we are all good. We're all good. Oh like, my stay God, out that's of here. so that fucking is crazy. Unbelievable. I said, how about let's change that to respect. Respect Indians. Yes. Respect indigenous peoples. And so he had a bumper sticker there oh on, God, on his thing. And I took it. I, he said, well, he said, uh, that's the future. And I said, no, this is an artifact of history. That's why I'm taking this. And so I still have that bumper sticker. What did the bumper sticker say? It said, save the Indian. Oh, it's a T. Yeah, and the bumper had, sticker. Oh. And it had an image, you know, of a Lakota, you know, it's like a chief yeah, yeah. in headdress. And it was so amazing that this was a campaign, you know, wow. in the early 2000s. It That's wasn't not that even fun. that long. I was going to ask, that, how long ago was this? And, now, and, and you fast forward now, like 20 years. Whew. And like now, just now, like this year. March 2020. The, the uh, Washington R words, I'm not even going to say yeah. the name, are changing their, their yeah. name. Now. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's fi- and, and just now, and there's been like, and you talk about the Cleveland, the Cleveland Indians have like, there are uh, TV announcers. There's two guys who do, I don't know, maybe ESPN or what. One of them prides himself on having never said uh, the word Indians on the air yeah. for 20, in 25 years. Yeah, he just, he says, just yeah. says he just Cleveland. Says Cleveland. He, he only ever says Cleveland, and he just subtly like. There's a lot of guys who uh, I mean, even on um, uh, what the bar tool bar stool sports uh, podcast. Uh, part of, no, part oh. of my take. Oh yeah, yeah. part of my take. They they say the R words instead of uh, instead of Redskins. I'll say oh yeah, they, yeah. Um, there's there was that onion article that came out that was oh, like yeah. that was uh, <laughs> yeah the Washington changed their name they finally changed their name and they're like they've changed it to the DC Redskins <laughs> <laughs> which would be it's like it's like that is it though like it's uh, that it's, like it's yeah. so bad man and it took like it took FedEx and Nike pulling the money that's what it took but it's after not, all these years but here okay so check this out on the way here I was listening to CBC and they had this blues singer from Seattle on whose name is Lady A. She's... Oh, yeah, from oh, Lady yeah, Angie. Right. No, no. No, no, sorry, sorry. I meant from the... No. Is it different? It's She is zero... Fil- she is um, an African-American woman from Seattle. She's uh, got six albums out named Lady A. So fucking last month, Lady Antebellum... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, so no, no. They, Lady Antebellum decides to change their name... To Lady A. To Lady A. Yeah. And now they're suing her. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to oh, say okay, from sorry. the from not, not yes. from Lady Antebellum name that she's always they're used. They're suing this African American woman, wow. and they're changing their name because it's racist. But they're suing the black lady that had the yeah. fucking name first. Yeah, yeah, that's so insane. Like, are you that's kidding me? How is this so, even happening? Like, so crazy. They released a statement saying how woke they are. Bitch, you ain't woke at all. Come on now. No, that's okay. <laughs> oh, come on. You just I haven't seen you go full rage mode. Well, for wow. fuck's sake, like, like it's like not okay. This. No, it's it's it's, cr- it's actually absurd. Well, it's like, a, it's the definition of performative activism, right? right? Like you're changing your name, but then you're you're not, but then you're actually screwing over right. an African American artist that you're trying to like. Who's had the name for 33 fucking years? Well, yeah, that's crazy. like Lady Antebellum, if you're listening, sort your fucking shit hey, out. I got to level with you. They're well, not exactly. I know they're not. <laughs> they're but not. if for some reason they do, 
Um, Fuck oh, you, I'm out. You have to address him by Lady A. Oh, sorry, Lady A. Yeah, Lady no, A. No, I can't because that's the other lady's I know, I'm name. Just, I'm I don't just know what lady, these fucking I'm people. Lady A, Exhibit B. The yeah. <laughs> somebody posted a picture of the Trump children uh, All and of them? said, uh, "No, it was like Ivanka. Yeah, the three main ones, not Baron." Or Tiffany, not those two. Tiffany's not out. Those, Tiffany's. Yeah, they're usually not making the pictures. No, so somebody somebody put the three main ones. Donald and Jr. said, uh, yeah, Donald, Eric, and Ivan- Ivanka. And somebody said, name this band. And Trevon Free <laughs> wrote, uh, Lady Anti BLM. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm That's, like, that is. But it's not funny. The best joke true. I've ever heard. Like, I, I'm like, that is just absolutely unbelievable. He's also going to come on as a guest. In the I next, heard that. Next That's few exciting. Weeks, so. Um, so but that's like, but it's it's fun. We're laughing, but it's fucking true, and it's awful. Yeah, lady. Like I'm kind of at the point now with things that are going on in the U.S. where all these Trump jokes. It's not funny. These aren't. It's not funny. This is fucked up. Right. And it's frightening. And the fact that there are people that still think. Don't even talk to me about fucking Ryan Kessler. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big deal. Ryan Kessler was tweeting pro-Trump tweets yesterday, and I sent them to I sent them to Sarah, and she's very upset. I'm really upset, Ryan Kessler. If you're listening. He's, I got to level with you. Ryan He's, Kessler's not listening. Oh, <laughs> if you are, please stop. Stop. Let's call it Ryan K. Yeah. Uh, Ryan KKK. Yeah. Ryan KK Kessler. <laughs> Ryan KKK. Uh, well, yeah, what, what you're describing, you're right, isn't funny at the end of the day. We laugh because humor is a great way of poking fun at the mm-hmm. idiocy of, sure. of racist attitudes. But racism is power, right? That it means is. having power and systemic racism is entrenched in a lot of our institutions, a lot of our, you know, the places that we work. So mm-hmm. we have to challenge them in different ways. For sure, and there's, and it's not just the uh, the, uh, it's not just the the Indians and and, and Washington. It's, uh, I mean, there's also the Braves and the Chiefs and the Blackhawks, and there's a whole bunch. And I know the Blackhawks came out and said that they have uh, like a, a really good working relationship with the Black Hawk Nation, and that they know they're okay with it, and they do a lot of work with them. And I know that like the Braves now are saying that they're not going to change their logo or their name, but they're going to ban the tomahawk chop that they do at the <laughs> stadiums. But good, like, luck. How, good luck. How are good you going to enforce that? that? You're going to run around you yelling think, at people. Hey, you, put that arm down. You think that they're going to, that a bunch of white people from Atlanta are going to be like, you're right. We're going to stop. We're, this is You know racist. what? You are correct. This is racist and we are going to stop. No, you can't. You'll be kicking everybody out of the whole stadium. Exactly. What is your stance on uh, on things like that, like the Braves, where they're like, no, it's celebratory. I know. I think your stance is that. Well, go ahead. Well, I mean, it's an image that's racist. Right. It, and it's an image about death and genocide, quite frankly. Right. So. Uh, and so why, why allow people to reenact that? And people are going to reenact it no matter what, you know? So, and I was thinking of the Washington team name, like people have been fighting against that team name since the 1970s, right? Earlier, Vine Deloria, Suzanne Harjo, like, why does it take till 2020 to get to this point of where we say, Hey, that's a derogatory term. That's a term we shouldn't be using. Right. That indigenous people shouldn't be mascots. Right. It's just, it's bizarre to me. And that's it, right? It's like yeah. the general rule is like, don't make a people your mascot ever. Exactly. Seems Why, common knowledge. Like you wouldn't have the New York Jews, you know, like that wouldn't be a thing. It's Exactly. Not. We wouldn't allow that. And I, I think a friend of mine used to say, well, mascots tend to be professions or animals. So is being indigenous a profession? Of course not. Is being indigenous an animal? Right, so let's eliminate. Yep, 
these themes around you know peoples should be a no-brainer it should be a no-brainer and it of people will have to wake up and and understand it but yeah you're getting back to the blacksburg example and it ties into the atlanta example right people are still reenacting that mascot uh that are alums so you can't change what the alums do of of a particular school or no, particular place. No, you can change it and move forward. But right? you can change it and move forward. So. You have to. It's. You, I, I think it's. If you look at it like, okay, we change it and it's not like that anymore immediately. Yeah. Then that's not really uh, like, and then everyone stops and it's just different from now on. That's just not what change looks like. Exactly. It looks like making an adjustment and changing that name, and then slowly over time, it it just takes time. I think that's another part of this. Um, this process of, of like, cause so many people are waking up to like what I was talking about about you know coming real coming to realization that they've been raised in this racist systemic racist system and that they are part of it and that it is a white people's problem to solve and not uh, a problem for uh, people of color to be solving. I think that it 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 is going to take time uh, for things to change, but it's, they you will. can see that it's happening. Like, it, I think to me, it looks like there's, I'm having way more conversations about this sort of thing with way more people than I ever would have before. And so, yeah, you know, you start to look at things like Donald Trump being the president as like, not, I mean, obviously he's the worst trash imaginable, but like you, without him being in there to sort of set the house on fire, you don't, really get to see the issues it's just more of like um you know more of the usual if you have like hillary clinton in there or whatever you, or joe biden you have it just sort of perpetuates what's been going on but if you get somebody as garbage and dumpster fire as donald trump in there it's sort of everyone just kind of everyone who is racist and a bigot and whatnot it just they reveal themselves and so in a way that's like a it's like a good thing but, right but part of the part that i find scary is there's a fucking good chance he's gonna get back in like it's not. This is not a. Well, like, could it be a chance? Could it be a situation in which uh, maybe we're not done burning everything to the ground yet? And you. Well, need, you're running you need out of time for four more you're years. You're running. Out, I, oh, I, I see what you mean. Um, Dan, Dan, maybe I, I feel like that. I I just hope we're not in a small pocket of of change and the greater. Like we live in a pretty small place. Like is the greater North America not? Yeah, good question. Not like, are they not? I mean, I've seen so many. I've had my current pastime now that um, I'm not working at the you moment. Playing township is, on your phone. Is, uh, yeah, playing township on my phone and fighting losers. with strangers on the internet. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not a new pastime for <laughs> no, you. No, but I've, I've really, I've really ramped it up. It's in been the last your second month. job. And <laughs> I've really ramped it up, and there are a fuckload of people, a fuckload of people that love Donald Trump. Like they're like. They are strong supporters of him, Ryan Kessler. If you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, well, and he's 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 brought out. You know, people have used the term "dog whistle." Like, yes, it's an all-out whistle, totally an all-out you know kind of call for white supremacy to be be out there and be visible. Yeah. So my right? question is, do we defeat it without him? In a way, it's fucked up. I'm not trying to say I'm a supporter of Trump at all by any means. I'm just right. saying, without you know. 
him putting us in a situation where we can admit we can see the problem, do we even get a chance to solve it? Or is well, it just more, it's fighting an enemy you can't see? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think he makes it more visible. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And Silver linings. Now cool. you're talking like an outside agitator. Oh, dang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, dang. Dang it. I am sorry, but. He's also putting uh, secret police and militia on the streets. Yeah, I know. Too. It's not good. Like, why can't, maybe it'd be nicer to fight it without um, crazy militia kidnapping protesters off the street agreed. and putting garbage bags on their head and locking them in factories. Yeah, I totally agreed. With Such that. a or disregard. Warehouses. Such right? a disregard for even, well, for any lives, but especially black lives. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's disgusting. Yeah. Okay, don't yell at me. Well, I can't promise you I'm not going to yell at you. Well, try not to. Okay. Uh, I don't like the term. I'm not talking about the action. I'm talking about the <laughs> so term. So much framework. Defund the police because because I think it stops growth mindset of people who are older. I think they hear it and they panic and they think they can't live without police, and then they stop listening and they stop learning. Counterpoint. Yes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm not saying I, I do think we should defund the police. I'm just kidding. 100%, I'm kidding. But I so think, you don't like the way it's phrased. Yeah. So what if I we instead, like the, what if we what instead. What would you call it? Say, I would call what it. What if we said abolish the police? No. Then is that no, better? I'm yeah, not, let's I, abolish the police. Yeah, I, I think, like that better. Yeah, that's a better I ring think, to I'm with you, I like the term, uh, take some of the police funding and oh, give to social services and stop crime before it happens. No, that's. That's my new term. Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to so, trademark it. As my background as a copywriter, I'm going to use the term <laughs> clunky. It's a little clunky. It doesn't smooth. Doesn't I don't know. And honestly, I don't know what a better term is, but I, I have abolish. run into so many empathetic, intelligent people that cannot get past the term. And generally, they're in their late 60s, early 70s. They cannot get past the term defund the police. This and is, they, they stopped. They this stop. is another situation where it's... Not a complicated, um, it's not a complicated uh, topic. I agree. And it's another situation where it has been explained over and over and over again. And if they don't get it, then it's, then it's willful ignorance and it would not matter what you called it. I think it's not willful ignorance. I think it's a generation that was raised to believe that the police are there to help them and they were the good smiley police officer on the corner and I think they're generally Caucasian and they've never had a negative interaction with the police and they or any interaction yeah, with you're the police right, but, but they come? can't because they just hear I, I'm, it's just an age I think it's an age gap thing honestly I get it I, did, I don't know what the solution is what do you think Jeff well I think I think this this term is doing exactly what it needs to do is it's making people uncomfortable Yeah, and so I like the discomfort. I think that's where we really move through stuff. And so I'm all for, you know, I don't think we could say it any, any more palatable than defund. Uh, than yes, defund. I don't agreed. know. Yeah. I mean, you might say reform the police or something like that, but even that's going to carry anxiety from people saying, well, yeah. what are we going to do? So I don't think there's any term that's going to be any more palatable and get the, the message across. So I'm all for, 
talking about defunding and that and that gets into deeper issues. I agree. I yeah. think that it's I, I think that's about as polite as you're gonna get and it's a situation where there are plenty of two panel and one panel cartoons for people our parents' age to read and if they don't get it <laughs> then they're fucking they're then they're will willfully ignorant. And it's the same thing with it's exactly the same as people um, not understanding all lives matter is wrong. It's, it's exactly the same as that. It's the same as Colin Kaepernick taking a knee during an anthem and then people not, and then people having it explained down their throat that it doesn't mean he's anti-American and anti-military. But the, my, my point, I understand it's different, but my point is that it's, uh, it's been explained. The information is there. And if you aren't looking at it, that's your fault. So fair enough. It's I just everywhere. the people that I've run into that have been against the term are generally idiots. No, they're, they're the actually they're the hundred percent the opposite of idiots. It's it's this certain age and it's a, a Caucasian thing. I don't know. And you're right. It does need to make people uncomfortable. I just you can give, fr- I get frustrated. You can I just get them. frustrated. And I have tried. Oh my god! I've given them cartoons. I've given them. See. There you go. See, and if they you, just then can't. they're idiots. Then it, so the, my my argument to that is, if you've explained to them and give them cartoons and they still don't get it, then that's on purpose. There's no like that. That's that is an it's. There's Says, no excuse for that. It doesn't matter an age gap if you explain it to them and then they're not like, oh, okay. That's like, I get that. Says yeah, the guy sure. who called 911 last week. Hey, I had to. <laughs> I had to, and I didn't ask for the police, I asked for the fire department. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay. And it was, so, yeah, that it was two days like a good ago. story. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a story, all right. I went to pick up my ex. We, we can probably transition now into like. Let's some, go. Some lighter, I, yeah, I'm done. Sure. The stuff. only thing I'll say is, I oh, yeah, think, it, uh, along the lines of defunding the police, is let's, uh, let's make the police budget so contingent on their own earnings that they have to hold bake sales and yeah, shit totally. to right. raise money to actually function. Let's, let's let let's like school, like let's school? Have them, like schools? Let's have them do fundraisers. That's right. And the schools are flush with, with money God, and funding. Can you imagine let's give if schools were... Let's the get, schools. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's give just no, assault no, rifles. Nope, no, no, no. As they did in Oklahoma, every, every teacher should wear a sidearm. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, we'll just bud over, over here. here. In case outside agitators show He's up. outside agitators. Can I you? like how you do sound like Bill Clinton. <laughs> like you legitimately kind of do. That's really good. That's my only impression. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, look like Will Ferrell. But, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. This yeah. This guy said I look like Will Ferrell put in a dryer. Yeah, right? one time. <laughs> spent too much time one, time, one time Jeff was doing, I was hosting a stand, uh, an open mic stand-up show and Jeff was on it and I said he looked like Will Ferrell. Someone put Will Ferrell in the dryer. <laughs> I don't He's, he saw this guy and he said, this guy's like a shooting star. I got to bring him back. I got to take him down or not. <laughs> Listen, that is, if I'm hosting an open mic, the only reason why I'm hosting it is so that I can fucking, so that I can put comics through the ringer. That's Use not, other I, people as so, a punching bag to make yourself look better? Yes. I, so. I love it. No, no I, I love we the love comment. It. We love it's, doing that to each other. It's super fun. It's, it's funny. It's, it, it is, is funny. It's really and it's pretty fun. accurate, I think. Yeah. Will Ferrell sure. on the dryer. It's not mean. It's funny. Yeah. It's He's a good looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to call 911. I went to pick up my girlfriend's dog uh, two uh-huh. days ago. My ex-girlfriend's dog. Uh, I was taking the dog uh, out hiking for the day with some friends. And um, yeah, uh, she gets really excited when I pick her up. Like really excited. She's she goes, an excitable girl. She goes insane. She's, she's, uh, and so she spins in circles and does all the stuff. So she like is doing her regular thing. And then she starts making a sound, like a whimpering. And I'm like, what? Is she making... 
the sound for? That's what are you doing? You don't usually like make a sound. And then I realized foot is stuck in like a grate. There's like a grate by the front door oh. and the, the squares on the grate. She lives in a house built in like the 1900s or some shit. And it's like the grate is like cast iron, like air vent, air duct. And it's got like quarter size uh, square holes in it. And her foot is stuck in it. And I reach down and look and it's uh, her two back there's her back right paw and like the two pads, two pads and two of her uh, claws are stuck in this quarter size hole. I'm like, how the fuck did you even do that? And as soon as she realizes it's stuck, she goes bananas. Just panicked, screaming like a human woman at the top of her lungs. She lives in a very small house, like with it's cut into sections. There's like five people in it. No one came. I'm like trying to hold her and like calm her down. I'm yeah. freaking out. I'm yeah. very upset. I love yeah. this dog more than most people. Like I yeah. love her. And she's freaking out and just spazzing. And I, I get her calm and I, I'm like, what? I'm like trying to like get her out. And she's really in there. It's like, it's like mushroomed now on the inside. So like you, there's no like getting it out. I didn't know what, yeah, yeah. no, like, like it's, it shoved in there and then went to normal size, but now it's in the hole, so you can't get it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. So, like a bulb, like a barb, sorry. And then, so I um, so I didn't know what to do, so I called 911. And they're like, please, uh, police fire ambulance. And I'm like, fuck the police. And I hung up, and they're like, no, no, you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. I said, I, said, I, said, I think I need the fire department. I'm like, my dog is stuck in a vent in a grate. And the guy's like, your dog is stuck in a grate? I'm like, I just don't know what to do. <laughs> the dog is stuck, and I don't know what to do. And then um, he's like, I'll put you over to the fire department. We'll see what we can do. And then I waited there for a bit, and I'm just petting her. I'm like, it's okay, it's okay. And she's calm. Like, she's calm now. But then uh, I hear the neighbor downstairs close the door at the bottom. I'm like, fuck, I needed that open because I need the fire department to be able to come in. So anyway, the guy comes back online. He's like, fire department's on their way. I'm like, awesome, thank you. And then, um, so I'm like, I have to leave you here to go close the, the door. And I'm trying to like lean. The, I've now ripped the grate out of the ground. Oh, and, yeah. And like I was, yeah. I was trying to like, you know, move. I couldn't do it. And then I'm trying to like, I ended up like <laughs> leaning the grate on her. And I'm like, hey, like don't move, you know. And then uh, I go downstairs. Two fire trucks show up. Oh, my. <laughs> Two fire trucks. And then eight firefighters pile out of the trucks. And come across so the street. They're probably so excited. And they're all just like, eight giant firefighters standing in the driveway and they're like how's your health and i'm like what what do you and i'm like oh right the pandemic i'm like i'm fine the dog's stuck meanwhile i can hear the dog screaming i'm like please come help my dog eight eight people eight eight men much more a man a man than i come in i'm just like couldn't be feeling i'm just like oh god and then they all come up and She's now dragging the grapes around the house and freaking out. Oh, and my. They came in and they're like, do you have olive oil? I'm like, I don't even live here. And then uh, <laughs> you know, we got olive oil. They oiled up her leg. It was so funny just seeing eight uniform. It was not funny at the time, uh, but I'm just like, this Poor is Frankie. crazy. Yeah, they couldn't. So they couldn't get her out. She sucked. They're like, yeah, I don't know. And so uh, they ended up cutting her out of this grate. They wow. Were like, yeah, it was crazy. So one guy brought the jaws of life, like kind of like a like not the full a mini, mini version. No, like yeah, but like a size that was still way too big. And the guy, the main, the chief guy or whatever, or uh, the, the bata- captain. The cap. <laughs> That's okay. Captain's okay. Captain's fine. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, the fire captain, right? So he's, yeah. see, I said it, and then right away I'm like, no, that's not right. So it's working. Anyway, yeah. and then, so he's like holding her and petting her, and um, 
And like, which is really nice. And this guy comes in with these huge jaws of life, and he's like, "Do you have a smaller one?" And he's like, "Ugh." <laughs> so then they went and got this other little like buzz saw thing, and that was like too dangerous to like cut her. Cut or her leg off. They ended up taking out a hacksaw blade and like sawing it uh, like a file. They basically filed it off like they were in prison to make wow. an escape. Yeah, and then. And then they freed her, finally. And then uh, as soon as she was loose, she just turned around and started licking the olive oil off the floor. She didn't even like... (laughs) So you do not want to defund the fire department. Oh, man. No, the fire department are... Hey, listen. No one ever wrote a song called Fuck the Fire Department. It's true. true. We kind of need them. So yeah, uh, They're proactive. No limp. Nothing. I took her up hiking to like to out into like the river and the mountains and shit. She's totally fine. No problem. She's great. Uh, yeah, so that was my experience with, with the my- fire. I had a catastrophic pet incident yesterday, too. Oh, wow. Dog try to stand up? <laughs> no, legs broke. no, I am. Um, <laughs> That's a fat I, dog. I have a really fat dog. No, we also, I bought um, a cage. <laughs> I bought a catio for my kittens. What's a catio? It's like this. It I look- hate this for sure. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> It's like, you know, like those metal dog crates, the big metal dog crates. It's like Mm -hmm. one of those, but it's like two stories high and it's got perches on it. So I can put it outside and my cats can go in it and then they can have some outside time, but not run free because they're inside cats. Oh, I see. They didn't care for it. They did not like, well, mostly because I didn't put it together right. And then I put them in there and then one of the shelves collapsed when they were locked in it. And then they went fucking ape shit in the cage. And and now they hate the cage. So I'm like feeding them cheese. I just put, set it up. It's this thing fucking huge. How big is this thing? Uh, is the it's size like, of this room or? No, it's oh like. Oh my God. What? Yeah. It's like an apartment. It's 15 <laughs> minutes. It's like. $1, <laughs> it's probably comes up to my shoulder. I'm five foot five. It probably comes up to my shoulder and it's. What? Like it's big. Why do you buy shit like this? Because I want my cats to have some just outside, outside time. No, no, they'll get hurt. Just leave them. Yeah, let them outside. Yeah, no, let them outside. No, they're no, cats. They're inside cats. My, my neighbor drives like a maniac. They'll get run over. I don't, I can't cope. The vet bills with fighting raccoons. Anyway, you're supposed to keep your cats inside now. They also decimate the songbird population. I'm doing the right thing. Anyway. Put a little bell on So them. now a I'm. a uh, defensive there. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm having to like, I've set this giant fucking cage up in the living room and just leave the doors open so that they can get used to it. And I'm like feeding them cheese inside of it to make them love it. And then we're going to try again and see if the cats will go in there. Does this thing have like trampolines and other stuff inside it's of it? It's got some pretty like cool fun. shit. It's yeah. got a bunch of toys bar, on the bottom and it's got bar. three. There's a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> a chapters. It's got um three, it's got three shelves. It's a got chapters. the floor and then three shelves so they can leap about. There's like yeah. a catnip store in there. Like a yeah. catnip store. <laughs> the catnip pharmacy. Yeah, yeah, they're, not, they're not old enough yet though. They're not. They're only four months old. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Pippin and Peaches are going to Love their catio once they get used to it. So the next step from here is the are those cat strollers. Oh yeah. What? Have you seen those? No. They're like they just jump out of it. They're like cages on a shopping cart, basically. And you take them for a walk. Take them for a walk. I would a fucking hundred percent. All you gotta do is put a blanket. I don't know if I should have even mentioned that. No, they'll leap out. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever owned a cat? No. Yes, you have. You've had multiple cats, you fucking idiot. Oh, okay. <laughs> we always had cats yeah, growing up. Mine. They were never my cat. You, you imagine if cat. taking the cat for a walk with a blanket over the shopping cart, you think funny. they'd stay in? Yeah, yeah, maybe. No. I don't know. I don't You're know how cats so work. Dumb. I don't know the ins and outs of cats. Can I tell you my second, my topic? Oh, yeah. Sorry, we no, got totally, no, totally pet sidetracked oh, totally there. Chill. Oh, I want to also tell you, uh, I got a new tattoo. 
Oh, I got two new tattoos since we last recorded. Uh, I got I got this uh, frog smoking a pipe. Oh yeah, you did. Uh, he looks then, like um he looks like he's from Wind in the Willows. Yeah, yeah, he's really dope. Uh, yeah, I got very this, debonair. Yeah, yeah he's having a great day. We're thinking about putting his legs down here. Anyway, so this uh, I got this. It looks like it looks like Carmen Sandiego. The viewer or the listener obviously can't see it, but the point is Sarah's gonna hate this. This is the logo for uh, an, a beverage that you can only purchase in Berlin. Called Club Mate. Oh, you're so fucking pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the epitome of a douchebag. Yeah, totally. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it suddenly turned on Dan here. Yeah, right? no, it's okay. I said I knew that this was gonna happen. You wanna get a fucking jewel smoke along with that fucking a jewel smoke? What? So what is this? What's the backstory tattoo? on that? Uh, it's just a pretentious. He's just, just a, a drink. He's just a douche. European. It's just a drink I liked. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's an energy drink. On his travels oh, to Europe. Oh, my, during my travels to Europe. Um so Anyway, I have that forever. I mean, now she looks like Carmen Sandiego, kind of. I was thinking like the Count of Monte Cristo. Do you think I should get, oh, yeah, or that. Do you think I should get Waldo marrying Carmen Sandiego tattooed on my leg? No, because Waldo has a girlfriend. Her name is fucking Wenda. Oh, harsh. What if they broke up in my world? Oh. Did you see uh, a few months ago some guy? <laughs> I went, don't even some want guy to talk. Yeah, I got nothing. Of, like, um, got a bunch of, Wal- bought a bunch of Waldo books from a couple of bookstores and then took yeah. them home and like, and then changed. I don't know how he did it. I think he like professionally removed Waldo from the books. Oh, interesting! And then put I them like back. This. I God, love that's this. That's the meanest thing ever. I love this. This is this is perfect. <laughs> we so we all a bunch of us at school this year dressed up like Waldo for Halloween. Good one. It was. We looked really cute. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to hear my first topic? Yeah. Tell us your okay, topic. Okay. Okay. So a couple weeks ago, uh, this uh, an incident happened. I want my topic is uh, how much I paid for two breakfast sandwiches. Like two months ago. Or no, sorry, like two weeks ago. Three weeks ago? Yeah. Anyway, so uh, every Sunday we go out, me and my friend uh, Xavier go out and do a hell of a day for it Sundays, we call. We call it, we'll go for like a 100K bike ride or something. And then when we pass people, we'll say hell of a day for it. And every person is like, oh, you bet. It's just a fun little thing that we do. I'm just giving you the look. We yeah. used to do that, but we get really drunk first. Yeah, yeah. We don't get drunk <laughs> first because we don't drink. But uh, so anyway, I uh, I went and we were getting breakfast from, I'm just going to say it, uh, this breakfast cart here in Victoria called The Morning People. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of wanting to try for a while and it's right by his house. So we went there and I'm like, yeah, uh, I'll get lunch. I'll get breakfast. And so he's like, I'll just get a, uh, a breakfast sandwich. Just give me all the add-ons. He's like, give me sausage and avocado and mushrooms. And then I said, yeah, times two. That sounds, sounds good. Sounds delicious. I'll also get that. Times sounds, two. Sounds very good. Yeah, yeah, make two of them. Problem solved. Anyway, I get up to pay and I hit 20% tip. Uh, and then I go to pay and it was $46. <laughs> Did, no coffee? Four, no coffees. No just, That was just all, no, that's no extras. It was just... Well, that was no hash browns. No, no, no just two no breakfast sandwiches. Literally two breakfast sandwiches with sausage, uh, egg, cheese, uh, sausage, and uh, mushrooms and avocado. And platinum. Yeah, they were like, "How do you want your eggs?" And I was like, "Fabergé." <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it was. It's what I couldn't even believe how much. I didn't say anything. Like I didn't do anything about it. I'm like, listen. I went back and, but I did go and look at the, and I'm like, man, you're charging like. Three dollars for avocado, five dollars for the sausage. I didn't even look to see how much the mushrooms. Was it cost. local sausage? It was, was it like Walmart sausage no, it was or like local? Right, local sausage, but I don't. You can't charge five dollars for half no. a sausage. No, you because it's like half a sausage cut in half no. and then split. Yeah. That's absurd. That's five dollars for half that's of a, a sausage. That's a large market. It's gouging and like an avocado for like a quarter of an avocado. You're gonna charge me three bucks. But you are notorious for doing this. What? 
getting absurd food that you don't realize how much it costs. Yeah, I did the other. I did that at Whole Foods. Is that what you're describing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Whole. Do you, do you fuck with Whole Foods? I do, but yeah, uh, we shouldn't. But we do. I, I, I have to guard my wallet. Yeah, it's, it's uh, well, and also we shouldn't support Jeff Bezos at all. But and I don't. I don't really. But I did go to. I did go there quite a bit to get the um, the buff the salad bar. Because oh, yeah. their salad bar at Whole Foods is legit. I, I typically don't really go there. It's not really near me. And I don't, uh, I'm happy to say I don't order things from Amazon either. I don't think I've ever ordered anything order from Amazon. I order a fuckload of shit from yeah, Amazon. You're definitely there. Amazon's hard, the problem. To, hard it, to avoid. Sometimes. It is hard to avoid, yeah. especially like I've got Prime. It's fucking, it's like my kid needed a new Xbox controller at like eight o'clock at night because he was losing his shit because his Xbox controller broke. So needed. I bought ne- I, Needed. Well, I, but I bought one on Amazon and it was at my house by noon the next day needed <laughs> it was during the pandemic nothing was open he like yeah that's fair i'll give you that it was during we were locked i bought a ps4 during yeah the, we uh, were locked at home we both needed him to have a fucking controller yeah fair enough. anyway it was, it was i it ordered was a it. gift you can <laughs> it was, we all enjoyed <laughs> yeah. it i ordered it at eight o'clock at night and it was at my house by noon the next day i have amazon bring me breakfast sandwiches all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they drop it they, they they drone it over <laughs> and then just drop it in front yeah. of my front <laughs> Oh man! So I went, to, I went to uh, to Whole Foods for the first time, and I was on like a third date uh, with my uh, my ex girlfriend Brianna, and I I was like, she's very cool. She's like, you know, she's way cooler than she's he way is. Way cooler than I am. She's just like a really cool person, and I was so nervous when we first started dating. Like so nervous all the time. I was like, I just wanted to seem like. You know, I had my shit together, uh, which I very much did not. Um, <laughs> and so we were there, and I just like, I got like, I got, I made a big salad. I got like chicken. I'm like, yeah, I'll eat a rib. Like I didn't know I'd never been to the salad bar before at Whole Foods, <laughs> but, I, but I acted like I went there all the time. And yeah. so I went up to pay for it, and they're like, that'll be forty eight dollars, please. And I was like, I, <laughs> no problem, forty eight dollars salad. <laughs> Another day in the life, happy to pay. No problem. You take tap, <laughs> yeah, of course. But really, in my head, I'm like, holy fuck, forty eight dollars yeah, for that's... goddamn. Salad. But you put chicken breasts and on then, that shit, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I had chicken breasts. I had a rib. I had all, you had a rib? I had, there, I had uh, maybe a couple. Uh, <laughs> what would you? What would they have done if you start pulling stuff out? Yeah, we'll put see. it on the side. <laughs> this is what I learned. Uh, I changed my mind because this happened. Like, uh, and then fast forward like months later, this guy in front of me, uh, he was trying. He went. He paid, and he turned around. And he's like, "The salad is thirty two dollars." You're like, bro. And I'm like, buddy. I'm like, we've all been there. Man. I'm like, we've all we've You're all trapped. been there, bud. You just got. And, and I found out from you yeah. talking to you that you can't. Once, once you you can't put it of back. Of course you, you can't, can't put it. Can you imagine you if you went to get a chicken breast and somebody already put it in their salad and, you can't and put throw it back? Out. Once you take it, you got to pay yeah, for it. Yeah, it's yours. It's yours. You contaminated sense. that shit. That is. You got. Yeah. Well, I don't want fucking someone else's chicken breast with ranch dressing all over it. You got to be careful. And even you know, especially since March. Like, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, There's now it's nothing coming back. So problem solved. Yeah, it's gonna be. So that was we um have gift wrapped. The new thrifties by my house has a salad bar and it's much more reasonably priced. Wait, it's open? No, but when. Post pandemic, I'm assuming it will be it's open probably not again. As good, though. It's pretty fucking good. Okay, I'll give it a rip. Well, that's my topic. Is it forty-eight dollars just... good. Yeah. So yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, when would you ever pay? It was about twenty-three bucks a, a sandwich. Yeah. When would you ever do that? Yeah, with no size. Willingly? Would you ever do that no. willingly? I no, guess. I would never have. I would yeah. never. No, not at all. In I should pa- be able maybe to in be, Paris. I should be. Okay, I maybe should be in able. This fancy German. With your douchey, Place, douchey, yeah. to go with your douchey drinky tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I paid, uh, yeah, you go to Europe and things start to get real expensive. That's, that's why sure. I don't go. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's I, I forty six dollars for two breakfast sandwiches. I still get upset when I think about it. And then I also <laughs> got uh, I got a parking ticket. Uh, and I'll just th- add this on there. This happened the other day. I got a parking ticket at a place called Souk Potholes here in Victoria, which oh. is like, yeah, uh, my beautiful spot. Place. It's a beautiful spot. I love that I, spot. Fifty dollar parking ticket. Didn't you buy the pass? No. Why? What's the there, pass? Well, how, why'd you get a parking ticket? Well, because there's like four parking lots if, as you go out. It's like this river that goes through the mountains. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's uh, if you're ever on Vancouver AF. Island, holy yeah, shit, it's amazing. So we, I drove out all the way up to the top. All the parking lots were full, but then I was driving back down, and then there was this space on the side of the road right by the first parking lot because I was going to have to go all the way to the bottom and park and go all and walk all the way back up to the top, but it was a nightmare. Well, I would I would have driven the there 45 were minutes. Four home. other park cars there and I'm like oh sweet I'll just park here so I did and then when I came back all the cars were getting a parking mm. ticket so there was oh, no was signs rough. when you come back down to tell you you can't park there but then there were uh, yeah so some obviously one person parked there and then another person was like well I can park there and then another person was like well I can park there you know just like a chain reaction we yeah. all got screwed yeah. do you think I can fight it? no no. Well, I'm, I would. I would say, you know, that's what I'd pay for two breakfast sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> so should, yeah that's right. This, that's, I could have got two breakfast sandwiches. I could have got. You're taking food away from me. That's right. You're taking food out of my family's mouth. I'm parked uh, in residential parking outside your house. I might get a ticket. I hope you, I left, you might. Well, I left a little note on my car saying I was visiting this address. I live across the street from a tourist attraction, and they ticket people. So. I well, hope. I know, but I feel like I think you can get away with it if you can prove that you were at the person's house. Yeah. So are you a one, ticket fighter? Or do you guys fight? I fuck fight, yeah. I fight tickets all the time do you me too yeah yeah in fact one of the I've ticket takers it. It once I was, I was parked in a loading zone yeah and he said man you're a gambler <laughs> said, damn right yeah and he let me off sometimes you can uh, yeah that's a thing you i'll do that too i'll be like i'm gonna i'm gonna be here five minutes and i'm gonna I bet tw- basically you're betting 20 bucks you are it's that, a that person is not gonna walk by when and sometimes you lose and it is what it Sometimes is. Sometimes you lose, and yeah. yeah. 50 We're, is a but lot. But I've had tickets like down. So, oh, I fucking lost my shit downtown. They gave me a parking ticket when I was parked legitimately and had paid, and the guy was in the middle of it. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, time's expired. I'm like, no, the guy next to me's time's expired. He's like, oh, my bad. And then he handed me the ticket. I'm like, uh, what? Uh, wrong. And he's, he's, like, he's like, I've already written it. There's nothing I can do. I'm like, He's like, you have to go down to Centennial Square and dispute it. I'm like, fuck you and pay for parking again to get a ticket that I already paid for. Anyway, you should be able to kick that guy's ass. Like, if you assault that guy, that's just fair, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, he gave me a parking ticket when I'd paid. Judge would be like, so he made it your problem. Yeah, he made it my problem. So I had to go pay for parking again to go down to Centennial Square to to fight it. That's absolute trash. Yeah, fuck you, parking guys in downtown Victoria. Yeah, they don't have authority. It's unceded Lekwungen territory. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm allowed. You, not, you can't park here. You can't. No uh, one has the right to park here. But no one does. It's like you're just like just abusing the shit out of like. <laughs> um, you want to do yours? Yeah, your, your sure. fun topic. I've, I've um, so I'll preface this by saying I have you know I just got engaged to this amazing woman. Congratulations! So I, congrats, Jacqueline. And uh, but we have this ongoing discussion, and it still keeps coming up and up about. Best before okay. and expired foods. Okay. And, and this just difference. happened the other day, right? So best before is kind of a freshness test. You know, something's best before this date. Right. It's still okay if you go beyond it. You're, right. You're not going to die. You're I not going to die. I learned from doing this like two weeks ago that there's yeah. a difference between yeah. best before and expired. Go on. 
But expired is, you know, that's a drop dead kind of, you know, you don't want to take a chance. See, I think that's loosey goosey too. I think so too. Is but there, I want to know, is there a difference between the two on purpose? Like, it, well, yeah, are one's you, milk and one's potato chips. Yeah. So like the potato chips will be like, this is expired. Don't eat this. No, the potato, no, the potato chips will be like, it's probably not as fresh as it could have been, but you're not going to fucking die well, from them. Well, my milk in the fridge. Okay. So it's interesting that you brought this up because yeah. I, last week was like, I never, last time when we did this, my stance was I am not fucking with anything that is best before, yeah. past the best before Food or waster. expiry date. Right. I'm just. Food waster. Yeah. yeah. I just can't. I, it, it's in my head though. What do you want me to do? I can't. I'll, I'll be worried. I want you to know that because of your topic, when we yeah. recorded this, I currently have milk in my fridge that was best before uh, July 30th. Oh, yeah. Well, that, still, that, that's Just for the record, it's August 6th. Yeah, it's still that's, good, though. That's pushing it. I've been smelling it. All right, if you're smelling it. I think if you do the smell test, I think, you know... I'm anti-authority on all levels. So it's kind of like, no one's going to tell me that I can't eat this food, damn it. Yeah, Fuck you're like you eating, your best you're like eating the salt packets in your new shoebox. Don't eat. Do exactly. not eat. Do not eat. Don't tell me how to live my oh, life. I'll, I'll eat this right now. <laughs> <laughs> the anti-silica gel or whatever. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, oh, that's good stuff. Saving them up. Eat them like cereal. Put, I'm going to put that in the expired milk yeah. and, and drink it all down. While making eye contact with a picture of a cop. <laughs> Fuck the police! Yeah, but yeah, right. it's, I'm fighting a losing battle because I, I, there's a there's a sense that everything is past this date is going out, and it's a waste of food. My right? husband does that too. He just yeah. tosses everything. I'm I'm usually like that, but I'm trying to change because I didn't realize it's, I'm it's, trying to yeah. I'm trying to be they, better. Meat once you cook meat in our house, no matter what the meat or fish is. You got four days. After yeah. you've cooked it, it can sit in the fridge for four days. Yeah. After the fourth day, I generally toss it. That yeah, sounds reasonable. That's deli fair. Meat that's totally fair. Is a sniff test. Because deli, deli meat, meat can go mo- yeah. like it can go before the best before date. Yeah. But sour cream, that shit's already sour. It's gone bad already. If it's got no mold on it, you fucking eat that shit. And if it's in the freezer, you got a little bit extra time. I feel like freezer <laughs> oh, yeah. is freezer is a thousand years. Uh, it's it's pretty much a thousand years for me, but you know. I didn't think stuff could go bad in the freezer, but it can't. Well, can. if it's got freezer burn on it, yeah, it's a little yeah, bit yucky. Otherwise, weird. if there's no freezer burn, in fact, that three-year-old turkey is good to go. Yeah, it's still good <laughs> th- to go. No just one ever it, comes to my house for dinner again. I th- yeah, seriously. <laughs> I throw... Well, I mean, if you go to your house for dinner, you're just having dip for dinner I anyway. I fucking love me a dip. That would be, wouldn't that be a great dinner of like, who can go the longest with their food? And yeah. bring out all your oldest food. Oh my god, I would totally from the archives of the freezer. Totally do that dinner party. Yo, yeah. that is a nightmare, you guys. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> I got I got three freezers at my house. Awesome. I got some shit down there that our has never course, seen the light of uh, day. First course is an old mayo with <laughs> some ribbons of Chipotle barbecue sauce in it from when my husband was drunk and dipped chicken wings directly into the jar. That's for sure happened at our house. Yeah, of course I know I that. Was, I was, I'm pretty bad because I, I'm, you know, you pack up stuff and Jacqueline was looking in my, in the drawer and there was, I think it was noodles that were seven years old. Oh, what? Like, what do you mean noodles? Like those, uh, you know, those noodles that you can cook up. Mr. Noodles? Mr. Noodles. Oh, those That's okay. Those Those are nuclear. Minimum 50 year lifespan. They have 50 years. Yeah, it was okay. Okay. Like, there's nothing uh, in there that can go You can go bad. open up the salt pack, like the flavoring packets, and snort them, and it works like DMT. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I didn't. I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, good. That's yeah, good. I like how you looked at me like, like you weren't uh, sure. If he was like, oh, done that? Especially like, if they're even, expired. Even, yeah, if yeah, the, yeah. even if the flavor packet's hard, you can just 
tap it on the yeah, counter. Yeah, exactly. Tap so it on the counter, loosen that shit. I do that with milk. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is pretty fixable. <laughs> if milk is milk has a hard chunks in it. I just smack it against the counter a few times. We're Break that go. shit up. We're good to go. I'm like fucking. I can't feel my left side. You just kind of whip it, whip yeah. it around, you, and then it becomes yeah. butter. Yeah, right. It's butter it. Delicious, delicious. Churn it. <laughs> I threw out blue cheese. Uh, oh. That was like not that old because I just didn't have a good feeling about it. I threw out blue cheese last (laughs) night, but it had visible mold on the outside and not just. Well, I looked at it and I'm like, okay, blue cheese is already moldy. Exactly. But it was. was Do you ever ever do that though? You ever just throw something out because you just don't have a good feeling about it? Mm, not very often. It's if I fish, get it in my fish, head, yes. I can't. fish, yes. If yeah. I, well, like blue cheese, I'll throw out before I even get it home, right? Oh, you're not, not like a fan. Yeah, like yeah. Why did I buy this? Fuck. It's like bad before it even goes bad. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back on keto, so I am fucking. I'm fucking with blue cheese. Like so yeah. your stance is to eat. You can eat food once it's past the best before days. Live a little dangerously. Okay. Uh, yeah. Don't throw. Don't be so quick to throw it out. That'd be my. Okay. If we're going practical. All right. If we're going my own personal thing, it's uh, I like to push push the edge. I'm a gambler. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but once in a while, it does bite you. Am I gonna sit on the toilet all night? <laughs> Am Maybe. I gonna, yeah. So Was you have to weigh. It? Yes. You have to weigh those odds. Yeah. Okay, but I don't. I don't like wasting food. I don't. Yeah. I will. I will waste food to save my for peace of mind. I will do that, but I'm working on it. Like I said, I got yeah. the old milk right now oh, in that, the fridge. I, I, oh, okay. I am a gambler also with food, and I would yeah. not eat eat milk that was seven. Well, or if you're eight eating days the milk, let, let me tell you, there's something. If you're eating the milk, I would not consume. <laughs> something wrong. Milk eight days past. There's something days. wrong with the milk if you're eating it. Yeah, if you're taking a fork and you're yeah, actually yeah, yeah. eating it, and then it's cottage cheese. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to do your last? Yeah. You have anything else to add on this? No, that's I. Other than I'm in a losing battle, so yeah. Okay. Sometimes any support. Happy wife, happy life. Well, exactly. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not what happens at my house. Yeah, not at all. What? No. What do you got? Uh, my uh, hatred is um, fucking paper straws and Slurpees. Paper straws, like specifically in Slurpees. Yeah, paper straws and pop is fine. You drink it pretty fast. A Slurpee mm-hmm. lasts a little longer, and that shit disintegrates. Yeah, I'm with you on. This. It's not like. Do I they get, still have the spoon straw? But, but no, no. Other problem is there's no paper spoon straw, and you need that fucking spoon to get the bottom. You can't have a slurpee without a spoon straw. That's no, why. And now that's yeah. your only option. And not only that, because of the pandemic, they pour your fucking slurpee for you. What? And yeah, I like the ratio myself. I don't like to have to be like, oh, oh, oh no, oh, too much, too much. Do you, <laughs> I don't like Go that. Ahead. That's just wrong at a bunch of levels. It, it, I don't think it's a slurpee legitimately without the straw. On the spoon. You need it. No, no. no then you it's a slush. Have, yeah. And it's like some shitty Max convenience store off-brown slushy garbage. Oh, stop. Because Fuck Max has way better Slurpees than 7-Eleven. Really? Just, they have three times the number of flavors. <clears throat> and you're just waiting for it to melt at that point because you can't get that stuff up yeah, through right? that oh, goodness and then up it's through just the flat, paper straw. Kind of warm pop. Or, fla- yeah. or flavorless ice. ice. <laughs> and then you're like, you suck a big chunk up through the straw and it hits you in the back of the throat. And then you like while you're driving and you kill a family. It's the worst. It's a fucking nightmare. It's the worst. I, do you, so okay, I'm assuming are you a swamp water person? Uh generally I like two flavors. Generally I get just Coke, but occasionally I'll throw like a little blue raspberry in the middle, like a ribbon of blue raspberry. Well, that's a so treat. Do you try Coke, to make it look nice? Yeah, I do. <laughs> solid Coke. A little ribbon I used of to blue do solid raspberry. Coke too. <laughs> and then more solid Coke on top. Okay. Different solid coke. What about you? Are you a swamp water guy? What's I'm your not a swamp water. I'm kind of a, I'm a mixer though. So 
but not like five different things. Okay, that's like crazy. Two or three, two or three. Okay, I'll do that with blizzards. Yeah, D- DQ what, blizzards. what? 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 You can make some maths with, with blizzards. You can, can get you? them to do part and part. What are you fucking kidding? I've never gone down that road. I also oh, did not. Man. know. I, one time I was with one time me and uh, Brianna were at Dairy Queen. And she got uh, seven different flavors in one. Do they charge a lot for that? It costs a, a fair amount. It's worth. <laughs> it's worth it. I think it's like fifty cents per or, well, doll, a or a dollar. Do you know that you can get the inside of the ice cream cake into a blizzard? We used to spend so much money on alcohol and stuff that like we don't really mm-hmm. give a shit. It's like I'm happy to spend uh, extra money. I'll, I'm happy to buy a forty-eight dollar salad. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just, um, it's cheaper than a couple of Mickey's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean. But I'm. I think my point here is that it's funny that someone else has to make the Slurpee for you. So I like the idea of making a Seven Eleven employee like make you this fucking perfect layer. <laughs> they can't. Slurpee. They don't. And like you're like, no, start it again. You put too much Mountain Dew. Yeah, in I, would, that one. I would totally micromanage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Hey, you just put in too much. You're gonna have to start over. But again. it makes me imagine how su- much you'd hate your life if you oh, had yeah. to like, oh. especially on a hot day when you're. Do they have more than one person? Like, no. Is there- this is the problem: is you get anxious because. Uh. They take your money and then they go over. Like if I take my son and his friend, then they're making three Slurpees and then people are lining up, oh, waiting no. for... There's no dedicated Slurpee guy. It's all the same dude. 7-Eleven, you fucked up, man. It's actually Circle K yeah, by my they've, house. They've oh. really, Circle K. Yeah, because that's a, that's a rite of passage. I remember Slurpees, I was getting them in the 80s, right? Yeah, man. Like it's a rite of passage. Yeah. yeah. And you need that plastic straw. Sorry for the dolphins. Right? And the, you can yeah, sometimes uh, have a couple of plastic things. I you always can. recycle them. What about when I'm at the grocery store and I'm buying something heavy? Don't give me a paper bag. Give me a plastic bag if I'm buying like a, like a always... thing of uh, like two things of Lacroix. Like give me a give me a plastic. Why bag. do you need a bag? Because it's because the paper bag will rip. No, why don't you just carry the box, dummy? Because uh, sometimes I'm walking a long way and I need bags. I often I bring my own bags, as you can see, they're prominently hung Those on the door. That's not very many bags. There's more inside that one. Uh, I'm a fan of the bin. I got the hard plastic bin. Oh, that's good. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bin is good. They're that's good. cool. But you know what I mean, though. Like some, like could you not? I understand. I understand that like we're trying to get rid of plastic bags, but as a grocery store, can you not have like a small surplus of plastic bags so that people, sometimes you need them? You give a little. Then people take a fucking mile. Give an inch, they take a mile. You should only offer them. Like, don't let people know you have them. But every now and then, if the cashier was like, do you want a plastic bag for that? It looks heavy. I'd be like, yeah, that's great. That's some ASMR. That right my, kind of I don't, don't. The black market right? plastic the, bags. The grocery store that yeah. I shop at only has paper. Like, they don't even own plastic Yeah, that's bags. what I'm saying. Oh. That's dumb. I think it's reckless to have no plastic bag. It you is a pa- But you know what? I always think before I go grocery shopping to make sure that I have my bags because it's irritating to carry paper bags. Yeah, I always, I always bring my own. Yeah. But on the yeah. Slurpee thing, I think we have, a, I think there's an easy solution or an easier solution. You're a regular Slurpee customer. Right? Right? Yeah. You have your own straw right there on the wall. Oh my God. Like at nail places. Down. Yeah. It's like. What do you mean? What? It's like a monogram Right? straw that's yeah. made out of metal or whatever you walk in and they're like hey sarah it's don't worry i brought your fucking straw i got yeah. your straw ready sarah for you. you want your straw sure pull it down you've got your slurpee yeah. like they have it at, like you're saying they should have it at the at the at circle the k 7-eleven at the yeah, circle then k. but then you'd have to bring it back when you were done your slurpee though 
Are you have like, multiple good extras. Yeah, you have like a little collection. What do you have I, two I when you have to switch them out? I wasn't asking you to poke holes in this. Okay. And nail places you can get your it's own not, tools, and you get like they have shelves with people's names on them, and they you get your, your yeah. own tools at the nail. When you, nail so you have to weird. down it maybe at the Seven Eleven in the parking lot in the while parking you're smoking lot. a smoking a cigarette in, down in your Slurpee, and then throwing your and then, your straw yeah, back. Say in. hey, clear, clean this up for yeah, me. Can you wash this and hang it back on the wall? That's very funny. I. <laughs> you know what we used to do with Slurpees when I was a kid? We what? used to uh, take beef jerky packets, like whole packets of beef jerky, and then sh- get the biggest Slurpee possible dis- and jam them in there. And no, no, no. Oh. Like they're covered in plastic. You can't. Oh, I thought you meant you not, mixed we don't it. Open, no, what? No, they're <laughs> like just like dice it. up like, a fucking. Like that's your spoon. No, you, <laughs> you, yeah, <laughs> though. The meat, the meat spoon. Yeah, the old <laughs> meat. That's my porn oh. name, too. Meat spoon. Oh, <laughs> <ew>. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Well, that's like no, but so we would do that and then fill the cup up with Slurpee, and so then you, you're just so stealing beef so jerky. I was gonna say, that's, so you're a thief. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, we were stealing. Sure. Don't that's, you ever dump nerds in your Slurpee? No, what? They open the box of nerds and fucking that. dump it in your Slurpee. What are you and stir it up. About? So Langford, <coughs> Langford bubble tea. That's fucked up. <laughs> Langford bubble tea as nerds in a Slurpee. Fuck yeah, it that's is. That's one of the funniest things you've ever said that's, on this podcast. That's pretty good. Every once in a while, I that's, that's pretty good. That's very good. It's. Do you pay for the nerds? Yeah, I'm not a fucking thief. (laughs) 43-year-old woman, for fuck's sake. For the record, I was like... I'm a mom. I was like 16. So was was Casey Anthony. Oh, don't. Too much. That's yucky. I'm not editing that Uh, out either. I'm leaving (laughs) it in. Marcel, edit that out. Marcel, don't you fucking edit that out. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. I was like 16. I'm not like... This isn't like a week ago when I'm like, I'm going to get some beef jerky and like... (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I also fuck with uh, the Mountain Dew energy drinks. I got into those for a while. That's my kid's band. You can have anything he wants out of there except the crystal light of the Mountain that's Dew. Like yeah, the, that's that a, is, that's yeah. like the anti-Ridlin. It's like Mountain Dew is the opposite of Ridlin. It's like liquid crack oh, for children. Liquid yeah, that's crack. why he's it's, not It's the highest percentage, it. I think, of caffeine. Yeah, it is. Of, of any, any pop. Mountain Remember Dew. Jolt Cola? Oh, I know. I, I think gross. that took it to a whole new level. <laughs> Jolt Cola was... Did they have to main, ban that? You could mainline that stuff. Yeah. You could boil it down and shoot it like heroin. Ew. I can't even imagine. Yeah, that's all I got on... I don't really think I have any. So I, I, fuck you and your paper straws. That's what I have to say. Yep. Slurpees need plastic. Fuck straws. Fuck expensive uh, breakfast sandwiches. Uh, fuck wasting food. Defund the police department. But not the fire department. And fuck racism also. <laughs> fuck systematic racism. Exactly. If your mascot is uh, after a person, change it. Change, hit me up. Let, I will give you a new mascot. If you, oh, that would be so fun. Yeah. If you got to be the new mascot person, we could be the new committee. That's we, right. We will give you a new mascot. We will find a good name. That's right. We know how to do that. We might even write you a song. Retire it. <laughs> <laughs> Retire. Yeah, we'll even write a little fight song or whatever. Write, you, write a little, little, little yeah. jingle. A little chant. A little ditty. Everybody's doing their best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Participation. <laughs> <laughs> we just hope. Both teams have fun. We <laughs> just hope both teams have fun. <laughs> y'all are outside we just lost agitators. Our job. Yeah, yeah, we are right. outside. Y'all are outside agitators. I'll tell you what. Oh my God, Doctor Corntassel, it has been an absolute. This has been really fun. This is times super two. fun. Pleasure. Yeah. Uh, kind of glad the first one wrecked. Now yeah. we got to do this twice. This is awesome. What? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, we'll have to have you back again, man. This is great. Do you want to tell people where they can find you or anything? Like they can't. Where are they you agitating? Where would they find you agitating? Yeah, you? Uh, I'm on 
I'm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, the one we're doing that's kind of a group uh, effort is Everyday Indigenous Resurgence. Oh, great. You can go to it. that Instagram site and you can see what we're up to. Okay, we will tag that yeah, in for sure. That media up. post for real. Yeah. We actually will do it because we oh, lie awesome. about that a lot. Yeah, we yeah. always, we often just say we're going to do it. No, we don't do yeah. it, but we will do that. That's great. Okay, Otherwise, good. we'll be teaching online this fall. Okay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon to no, a Zoom, no a Zoom session teaching, near you. Teaching right here. I'm, I'm happy to crash Zoom sessions too. Oh, nice. I'll yeah. crash it. I'll be one of those people who comes in. Do you want to crash our grade three one? Sure. <laughs> yeah, not, they're not that fun. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you this also. If you're in Victoria uh, on August 27th, oh, yeah. we are going live. We are going live. We are going Hate Locker Live. Hate Locker Live. Behind is some back. plexiglass. <laughs> Behind some plexiglass at uh, the Mint in Victoria. There's very limited seating. Like like 28 tickets. Um, you have to buy You have to buy a table. You have to buy a whole table. It's a, a little bit of a complicated process, but it's going to be really fun and then we're back again in September. We're going to do back-to-back months uh, with with uh, Sunny Dollywall. Oh, nice. And uh, we've got Kevin yeah. Von Helvet, uh, who's a very Oh, Kevin's very funny. Great too, guy, yeah. very funny, a great public speaker. Uh, and Jill Van Jean will be joining us for that one. And then and the Jill's one with Sunny in September, we've got Dylan Williams joining us. Oh, Dylan is Excellent. my soulmate, I think. Well, Excellent. Right? That's good. That's probably don't let your husband not hear that. In a we, not in that kind of way. I just, <laughs> just Dylan, you're great. You care for him a lot. I care for Dylan. I think he's a good person. We wish him the best. Too, we we the do. Not in a, why do you always have to go all creepy and weird? I just meant in like a. Well, I mean, you told me that Dylan Williams is your soulmate. Well, like, I'm not the one going Soulmate doesn't weird. have to be a weird <laughs> sexual thing. It could just be someone you feel like you really get. Okay. Dylan, I feel like I get you. If you're listening to this, Dylan Williams, my sister's in love with you. <laughs> this is, yeah. Don't tell my husband. This is going down a whole different path. This got weird. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Listen, oh, um, I'm times. Dan. I'm Sarah. That's been Jeff. Uh, we want to thank uh, Six and Four Records of Comedy here often for graciously hosting us. And thank you to Kevy and Tenley and Marcel behind the scenes. And thank you to Grossbuster for our theme song. We will see you guys in a couple weeks.